What's going on, gamers? It's your boy Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to Off Hunting's Gaming News. And yeah, we got this state of play to go through. And we're going to start with that. And oh my God, that was an amazing, amazing state of play. Summer Game Fest has kicked off with a bang. And now we have the Summer Game Fest events on the 9th and on the 12th is going to be the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, and they have a lot to live up to after that showcase. Uh, state of play. It wasn't the showcase, it was a state of play. And Sony just did a great job setting everyone's expectations. It was going to be third party and PlayStation VR 2 stuff. That's exactly what we got, but we got some big games. They started off with the Resident 4 remake, along with the date, March 24th, 2023. Now, Meliodas called this. Sir Meliodas called this. He said it was coming, and it did come. And then they went to four titles that are coming to PlayStation VR 2. First thing was Resident Evil Village. So Resident Evil 8 is coming to PlayStation VR 2. Then The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, PlayStation VR 2. That's coming there as well. No Man's Sky is coming to PlayStation VR 2. Already came to PlayStation VR, so this doesn't shock anyone. And then we got... Horizon called them out. We got a new look at that game. And yeah, it does not look like it's going to be an on-rail game. It looks like it's going, you're going to be able to fully explore. Uh, got some news that it's not necessarily going to be open world. It's going to be more of a linear game. And you're not playing as Aloy. You're playing as a different character, but you will meet other characters, including Aloy. So that's going to be very interesting. And then we got news that Horizon Forbidden West is getting a new update that went live that day. So that included new game plus, ultra hard mode, new trophies, skill points, transmit for your outfits, and improved visual fidelity in performance mode. You could hit 40 frames per second. Yeah, these are pretty games going to PlayStation VR 2. Again, you have Resident Evil Village and Horizon Call of the Mountain. Those, like, those are going to be very good. No Man's Sky, that has really grown from one of the biggest disappointment games pretty much ever when it launched to a game that a lot of people do recommend right now. You haven't played it or you didn't play it after the launch, definitely go check it out again because it's really been doing well lately. And, well, Walking Deaders, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. If you're a Walking Dead fan and you like VR, you're probably going to be interested in that. I'm not big on Walking Dead. or but, uh, Let me just paraphrase this. I'm not big on VR. But if you are big on VR, you do have some games that are going to be on the PlayStation VR 2 right away. And then we got news that Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC August 12th. And then after the show, they announced that Miles Morales is also coming to PC at a later date. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest games out of the PlayStation 4 generation is now coming to PC. Well, the remastered game. My bad. The remastered game. And yeah, that's pretty big. And it really does show that PlayStation is big on getting their games on PC. And Spider-Man Remastered, yeah, that shows it. And Miles Morales, too. Yeah, so we can expect a lot more games coming to PC. I believe we saw, um, let's see, Horizon Zero Dawn. We saw God of War. What was the other one? Um, I cannot remember the other one. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I should have looked up before this before I started recording this. That's my bad. Uh, Stray is coming July 19th. Now, that had been leaked, and the leak was correct. So Stray coming July 19th. And I may get this game because I've got cats in my house and it may be fun just playing this game and just messing with them with it. <laughs> and also it looks like it's going to be a very well done game. It looks like it's going to be a stealth platformer and 
with the cat doesn't look like it's going to be able to defend itself. And for those of you who don't remember, Stray is pretty much you're taking control of a cat in a robot world. So, yeah, yeah, that's it, it really does seem like it's going to be a very well-made game. And it definitely has that feel to it. And like I said, it's going to it looks like it's going to be a stealth platformer and you're not going to be able to attack enemies as the cat. You can only run away. But hey, it does look like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, a platformer when you're playing as a cat, that makes total sense. It makes total sense to do something like that. Yes, Stray coming July 19th. This is definitely one where I would definitely recommend you checking this game out and and getting it. The Callisto Project is coming December 2nd. Now, this is the game that's being made from former developers of Dead Space. And I was talking to JoJo about this and Meliodas. I believe both of them put in pre-orders for this game already. So, yeah, yeah. This definitely looks like it's going to be a very scary game and it definitely looks like one where if you're not if you don't take jump scares too well it, it, it could get some people heart attacks <laughs> now again i'm not big on horror so i'm probably not gonna pick this one up but if you are into horror and just jump scares and well space zombies yeah and if you were a fan of the dead space series definitely check this one out and then we got a game called roller dome and basically, this looks like Call of Duty multiplayer on roller skates. That's literally what this game looks like. <laughs> in, a, in a great art style as well. I'm not sure if this is multiplayer only. It would not shock me if it is. But yeah, again, Roller Dome. Call of Duty multiplayer meets roller skates. I'm not kidding on that. I, I, I'm, I am just... Not kidding on that. That is coming August 16th. And the next thing that was shown up was Inner Nights. That's coming early 2023. So just early 2023. That could be anywhere from January to June. That would be my guess. This game is described as a dating action game. Yeah, this seems very strange. And the trailer just made it look strange as well. And this is just one where, okay, okay. <laughs> it, it looks interesting it does look interesting this is one where if you like games that are just very different from what we're used to seeing definitely check this one out and this is one where it's kind of piqued my interest a little bit so i might be keeping an eye on this game and then we got street fighter 6 now what we learned about street fighter 6 this is not going to be a playstation 5 exclusive it will be coming to xbox as well and with Street Fighter VI, it's now using the RE engine. It's coming 2023. And it looks like you're going to be able to fully explore the world. You're not just fighting. It looks like there's going to be like an open world element to it. That'd be pretty interesting for a Street Fighter game. They've never done something like that before. And I'll tell you what. To me, the game looks great. Sir Meliodas didn't think it looked that great. But I thought it looked pretty good. Up next... Tunic is coming to PlayStation September 27th. Now, Tunic, this came out on the Xbox about three months ago, and it was an Xbox exclusive when it launched. And now it's coming to PlayStation. This was an indie game. It got great reviews. It's kind of like early Legend of Zelda games, where basically it's a dungeon crawler. And that's the best way to describe it. If you played early Legend of Zelda games, then that's basically what Tunic is. So if you enjoy games like that, definitely go pick this up. This game got great reviews. Uh, people really like this game. And the news that it was coming to PlayStation really excited a lot of people. And then we got another indie game, Season A Letter to the Future, that's coming in the fall. 
this one, I'm not too sure what's what it really is about. I mean, we got a trailer for it, but it led to more questions than answers. So you're playing as this woman who is basically traveling around this place. And apparently this place disappears at the end of the season. And she's trying to figure out what happens after. Basically, she's trying to figure out what happens to the place after the season is over. Yeah, it's a little confusing, but I tell you what, I tell you what, did pique my interest a little bit. This is definitely one where I'm going to keep an eye on. I'm going to keep an eye on this because this really got me curious as to what this game really is going to be about. And yeah, I did a good job piquing my interest. And they end with Final Fantasy 16. That is coming summer 2023. So we have to wait another year for Final Fantasy 16. But this looks like it's going to be the most ambitious Final Fantasy game ever. I mean, you take a look at the trailer and you just see all the stuff that's going on. We get more character interactions. We see more of the combat. We, we just saw a little bit of everything with this game. And the fact is Final Fantasy is one of the biggest franchises out there. There's no denying that. And oh my God. I mean, just everything that was shown off, everything that they showed in this trailer, it was everything we were expected. And then some, you have not checked out this trailer, go check it out. Cause I could not sum it up in just a few minutes. This is really one where you have to check it out for yourself. And oh my God, it just, it, it just put my hype even higher for this game. And this is one where I'm definitely going to pre-order it at some point. Now, the rumor that Final Fantasy 16 was going to be releasing this year and they were going to push for Spoken, that turned out to be false. So Final Fantasy 16, the last thing that was showing off, that's coming summer 2023. And again, this was a great showcase. I give this a 9 out of 10. It was amazing. It, it really showed a little bit of everything when it came to this. And again, so you set their expectations perfectly. 30-minute showcase, 30-minute state of play, third party, and PlayStation VR 2. And we got some bangers right here. I mean, we got some games that are going to be up for some awards. Moving on, we got a new trailer for Pokemon Violet Scarlet. And we got a release date. November 18th is when this game is when these games are coming out. And we just got a whole bunch of information. Two professors in this game, depending on which game you get, you're going to get one of two professors. And there's four player co-op in this game. Now, KB and I were talking about this and we're curious as to how they're going to do four player co-op. Because that is something that really has not been done in a Pokemon game before. And that's very, very interesting. Now, we also got some, some new uh, Pokemon revealed, including the Electric Rodent Pokemon, which is called Palmy. <laughs> that's a cute name. It's a cute Pokemon. Now, there was also this pig Pokemon that just about everybody has been, I don't I mean, everybody has just been loving this Pokemon. It's getting a lot of love on social media. And then we see, I believe it's like, I think it's a seed Pokemon. It looks like a seed. I could be wrong. But yeah, so we got to look at three more Pokemon. And then at the end of the trailer, we get a look at the two box legendaries. And to me, they both look absolutely 
amazing. Now, I'm getting some flack from uh, KB and JoJo because I prefer the red one over the violet one, but I think the red one looks really great. Well, really, I think both these Pokemon look great. I think both legendaries look great, and I'm definitely getting Scarlet. I'm not going to get Violet, just letting everybody know that. But, <laughs> oh my God. And JoJo's already put in a pre-order for that as well. Yeah, so this next Pokemon game, and the best part about this, the thing that really got me excited is the fact that this is not a set pathway game. You can do whatever you want in this game. You can take on whatever you want to do at your own time. This is not a set pathway type game. This is a game where you can do whatever you want. And that just is absolutely amazing. And it is going to be an open world Pokemon game again. And oh my God, I just cannot believe it. Now people are still complaining about the graphics and you know what? I don't know what else to tell you about that. I mean, Pokemon's got its own style. Those graphics are Pokemon style. And to me, it, it looks great. I don't know. Are there a few things that could be improved? Well, yeah, but it's still a work in progress. We're still five months away from this game. So they're still working on it. Next up, we got our first look at Madden 23, and we found out who the cover person is going to be. It's going to be none other than John Madden himself. May he rest in peace. And the reason I'm going to talk about this is for two reasons. One, I'm a big football fan. You guys know that. And two, I just want to say how great this is that EA decided to put John Madden back on the cover for the first time since 2000. John Madden, unfortunately, passed away back in January. And it really was a dark day for the NFL because John Madden had put his heart and his soul into the game of football. This is somebody that played in the NFL, that coached in the NFL, and had been a broadcaster for so long. I mean, John Madden is synonymous with the NFL at this point. You can't really tell the history of the NFL without John Madden, whether it be as a coach or as a broadcaster. He's one of the greatest color commentators of all time, and he still has the highest winning percentage of any head coach in NFL history. If I could compare him to anybody in the gaming industry, and I'm probably going to take some heat from this, but it'd probably be Hideo Kojima. And the reason I say that is because both of these two men put their heart and souls into the things that they love doing. And that's exactly what John Madden did. I mean, I still remember when I was younger and first time I ever heard John Madden's voice, you know, I knew I was listening to somebody great. And that's what he was. Great coach, great color commentator, just great knowledge of football there's a reason why this video game series is named after him and i'm just so glad that he is back on the cover i just don't know what what more to say about this uh ea for once you actually did something right now on the game itself it's probably not gonna be that great if it's as bad as the last two games or heaven forbid even worse than the last two games yeah, you know you're going to have football fans up in arms about that because, you know, this is the tribute to John Madden, and this is that would not be the way to do this game for him. But, you know, it's EA. They have not been good at making this game for a while. But, yeah, John Madden, back on the cover of Madden for the first time since 2000. All right, moving on to Summer Game Fest. Summer Game Fest is on the 9th, like I said, and Jeff Keighley revealed a partial partner lineup 
with Summer Game Fest. And of course, there are the usual suspects. You have Sega on here. You have Activision on here. You have 2K on here. But some interesting ones. PlayStation is on here. And so is Netflix. Why the heck is Netflix on here? I don't understand why Netflix is on here. But then again, I think Geek Week, Netflix's Geek Week, is actually considered part of Summer Game Fest because they're showing some uh, video game TV shows. So that's probably it. I don't know. And with PlayStation, remember, the PlayStation State to Play was officially a part of Summer Game Fest. That's what kicked off Summer Game Fest officially. And 2K, that's probably a look at the NBA game, but I'm hoping they do something else other than that. God, I hope they do something else other than that. Activision, uh, more on Activision a little later. Of course, you have Sega on here. We're going to get a look at Sonic Frontiers. We already got a look at Sonic Frontiers. That's coming up next. Xbox is on here. We know about the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. But don't be surprised if Jeff Keighley reveals some, like, does some teasers for some games that are coming in that showcase since they're three days apart. And I'm going back to PlayStation on here. What would not surprise me? Jeff Keighley always, a, always has something up his sleeve. And I don't know if this is even a possibility it probably is a possibility but what if he's the one that reveals the god of war release date what if he's the one that reveals god of war release date look i know a lot of people are expecting god of war to have its own state of play but sony could just do something unexpected and just show it at summer game fest i'm not saying it's going to happen i say just keep an eye out for that because jeff Kelly always has something up his sleeve remember last year was elden ring we got our first look at that and I don't know. I don't know. Jeff Kelly's definitely has something up his sleeve. I don't know what it is, but, and we know God of War Ragnarok is going to have its release date revealed soon because we know that game is coming out soon. After all, it just got rated and voice actors are finishing up their voiceovers. You don't do that unless the game is close to being done. But we're just going to have to see uh, other partners. Capcom's on here. Uh, EA is on here, Steam's on here, and got a full list that is on the that is on Jeff Keeley's uh, Twitter page and also the Summer Game Fest Twitter page. Definitely go check that out. Check out the list. And again, this is just a partial list. It is not the full list. More are going to be announced soon. All right, moving on to the Sonic Frontiers trailer. Well, it was actually just a teaser trailer, but it did show us a little bit of what we could expect. So. We have, of course, Sonic running. We have great visuals. We have um, rail running and a giant robot. This was a 36-second teaser. And, yeah, this game looks like it's coming along nicely. But, you know, with Sonic games, we have, we have to hold our opinions until the game officially comes out. That's just, that's just it. With any game, we have to wait till it officially comes out. But it does look like Sonic Team is doing a good job with this game so far. Yeah, and we're going to get a full reveal at some point in June. They did announce that, so we're just going to have to wait for that. Destroy All Humans 2 is getting a remake. Now, I think a lot of us could have seen that coming when Destroy All Humans 1 got a remaster, remake, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed. Actually, I think that's considered a remaster, not a remake. That's my bad. But yeah, that's coming. Next up, Ubisoft has said that they won't be doing an E3-style event in the summer, and it kind of matches up with what Jeff Keighley said, which don't expect 
you know, third party events, expect them to show it off at events like Summer Game Fest. Of course, we saw the PlayStation State of Play and the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Be on the lookout for that. And it looks like that's and it looks like he was right about that. Again, Ubisoft, they're not doing their own E3 style event this year. So anything that they show up is probably either going to be during the Xbox Bethesda showcase, even Summer Game Fest. Also, Dragon Age 4 has an official name. It is called Dreadwolf. Yeah, I I wish KB was here. She could explain this a little bit better. I'm not a Dragon Age fan. But yeah, so Dragon Age 4 has an official name. And finally, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will be officially revealed June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This kind of shocks a lot of people because we kind of expected that to be revealed at Summer Game Fest or maybe the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. But to be revealed, to have a trailer on its own, right? You know, I kind of do see why. But yeah, I also wonder if Activision has another game that they could show off at Summer Game Fest or the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Now, we have a rumor going around that we're going to see a Crash Bandicoot multiplayer game at either Summer Game Fest or the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. So, I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 being revealed earlier than those two events, that would make a lot of sense for Activision to just have Call of Duty on its own and then show off a Crash Bandicoot multiplayer game at one of the other events. And it would make a whole lot of sense to do Summer Game Fest because the last two Crash Bandicoot games, Crash Nitro Team Racing and Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, were both revealed at Jeff Keighley events. So keep that in mind. Both Jeff Keighley had a... Jeff Keighley was the one that revealed those last two games. So it would make a whole lot of sense for him to reveal the multiplayer game at Summer Game Fest. It, it does make a whole lot of sense. All right, guys, that was the gaming news for this week. As always, I'm Diggs Gaming. And I will see you guys next time.